Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Texas, where I live. It's, it's Attorney General Ken Paxton. Ken, how are you? Good to see you. You know what? I'm glad to be back on your show. I'm, you know, obviously we have a lot to do, and uh, we're doing it. Yeah, you are doing it. I mean, nationwide, you're taking a lot on. Statewide, you're taking a lot on. I know that you're doing it in, in the name of the state of Texas, but this Pfizer lawsuit is one that everybody, like, globally is watching. And I thought for a moment that you couldn't sue Pfizer because of something Ronald Reagan actually did, protecting these companies that were making vaccines so that they could do the process of making vaccines. But you're not actually suing Pfizer over what was in the 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 vial. You're suing them about how they told us about it, right? That's exactly right. It's called the Deceptive Trade Practices Act under Texas law. It's very different than the liability protection they get under federal law. And they can get that liability protection, but the problem is you can't lie about what you're doing, you can't lie about the results, and then you can't uh, try to censor people who are telling the truth. Ken, the bottom line is Pfizer told you and me and everybody around the globe that this so-called vaccine was 95% effective. It wasn't. They also said you couldn't spread it, you couldn't get it if you took the vaccine. That's not true. And then it turns out on the world stage, one of the vice presidents for Pfizer actually admitted they never even tested to see if it would stop contagiousness. So what the hell were they doing? Well, because of the liability protection, they didn't have to test it. And I think they thought they could say they did test it and that everything's good and that it's effective and it doesn't have side effects because, again, they thought they had unlimited protection what they weren't thinking about was state law, and I think a lot of other people weren't thinking about state law. It's I think the law needs to be amended in some way so that there is some liability. If they find out something that's inaccurate, they ought to have to at least disclose that and tell the American people the truth about the vaccine and not continue to lie about it. Attorney General Ken Pax in the great state of Texas, we appreciate you coming on. Is there any liability, is there a domino effect, I guess, with the FDA, the CDC, the NIH? They all were repeating the same talking points they got from Pfizer, or are they going to claim, well, Pfizer told us that, so we had to say that? You know, I don't know. All I know right now is we want to find out what the truth is. Through the litigation process, we can do discovery, which means we can ask a lot of questions, get documents. I think that's going to be very enlightening for us. It's going to be very enlightening for our constituents, and I think it's going to be very enlightening for the American people, and hopefully for the FDA and other other uh, government agencies that got behind it. And, by the way, the federal government that forced people to get the vaccine or get kicked out of the military, lose their jobs, and even state and local governments did that across the nation. When you do a case like deceptive practices, when, when you're talking about the advertising of these of these shots, can they claim, well, we didn't have enough information and we were told to hurry up and get it to market? Or is your evidence that you're going to present, is it going to show that Pfizer had to know? Well, I think we're going to show that they did know, that they, that it wasn't 95% effective, that it may have been closer to one. I mean, so it's 1%? not like... 1%? Uh, yeah. yeah, it could have been closer to one. So I think it's closer to one than it is 95. So it's not like they were, you know, 94.6%. Uh, effective. I mean, we're, we're, what it looks like to us is it wasn't very effective at all. And so, and they knew that, and they knew that it had potential side effects, and they continued to to, 
to claim that it was 95% effective, that's a problem. And they're still pushing it today. It, by the way, it's Attorney General Ken Paxton, great state of Texas. Uh, you can go to, um, I believe it's KenPaxton.com. So, I mean, they're still doing it today. You've got, like, big football players and big music stars and Hollywood stars all still pushing, go get more shots. And and now, I mean, we're apprehensive as a country now. We have nowhere near the percentage of people taking the fourth booster, whatever it is, than, than we're taking the first one. So are, we're waking up, aren't we? Yeah, I think it's clear that people are waking up. I mean, people, I think they understand that it's not effective. They, they saw it. it first-hand experience. People that got the, the, the vaccine were, were no more likely to, to not get sick, and they were just as likely to pass it on. And so I think, you know, just through... Thousands of stories like that. I think people are not stupid. They finally, they they finally had enough information. They have sort of their own experimentation or their own trial just by watching what happened, and they, they've caught it. They've caught on. Ken, is there a legal angle to using informed consent, which I thought was the law in the world? Um, we had employers and government employers that were firing people, pressuring people, putting people under duress if they didn't get a shot. And we weren't informed. Informed consent means you tell me what it is, what's in it, and then I make a decision if I want to take it or not. But we, we were getting either wrong information or no information about the ingredients. Is informed consent part of your suit or is that something separate? It's something separate. But what, what I say, you know, I was suspicious from the beginning because it never made sense to me that if you're taking the vaccine, you're, you believe you're protected. Pfizer's telling you you're protected. The federal government's telling you you're protected. Why did it turn into this thing where we're going to force you at gunpoint, basically, lose your job, lose your credibility, lose all kinds of stuff, or you have to t- you have to take this vaccine, and you, you you don't get to keep your job. That never made sense to me that they were forcing it. It should have been always, no matter what the test results were, it should have always been an individual decision about my health care and my doctor, not the federal government, not some vaccine man- uh, manufacturer pushing it on us. Kenner, is is Texas, are you a co-plaintiff in the, the Missouri v. Biden case? Uh, I think we actually are, but we also have uh, our own censorship lawsuit. I think that actually what we did was go a separate way with our own lawsuit because we looked at that, but we had some of our own ideas, and we're already in the middle of our own censorship yeah. lawsuit, which was which was recently filed. Well, I mean, this can all be connected, right? I remember I was suspended from Twitter. I said hydroxychloroquine works, which it does, and I was suspended until I took it down. Anybody talked about the efficacy of these, of these uh, vaccines or the truthfulness of Fauci and Burks and everybody else, they were taken down as well. They can't do that, can they? No, and that's exactly this. Our lawsuit actually claims that that's what Pfizer did. They, when they realized that they had you know, a vaccine that didn't work and maybe it actually hurt people, they started pushing, pressuring, censoring. The federal federal government joined in, and uh, that's that's the rest of our lawsuit is about that censorship and that pressure. When they had the vaccine that didn't work, now suddenly they 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 give out misinformation and they force people into taking the vaccine. What's the relief that you're seeking? Is it money? Yeah, that's the only thing we can do. I don't have any. I can't do anything criminally. So all I have is authority under civil law. And so civil law demands that they they pay back some of the damages that they caused to the people of Texas. And, and, and hopefully go ahead. it'll also send a message to the future, which is, one, people need to not accept what the federal government tells them about anything health-wise. They need not to accept what a, you know, a manufacturer or pharmaceutical company says. They, we need to have like real testing of this in time versus just being told it's going to work. So I hope that it, it wakes people up so that they protect themselves better. And then I also hope it helps hold the federal government and 
these pharmaceutical companies accountable for doing things that are bad to people. Attorney General of the great state of Texas, that's Ken Paxton. Go to KenPaxton.com. Let's talk about these buoys in the Rio Grande and, and even, even the federal government removing fencing and razor wire that Texas is putting in place. Ken, I'm confused. These, these buoys have actually saved lives because people aren't trying to get across the Rio Grande in those areas now. We have fewer drownings now than we did before the buoys were in there. And all the buoys really do is push people to legal ports of entry. What's the problem? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, clearly, they're not the federal government. The Biden administration is not worried about protecting people. They would not do immigration the way they're doing, which is you know millions of people coming across the border every year, subject to the cartels, controlled by the cartels, uh, human trafficking, sex trafficking, drugs. I mean, if they cared about people, they wouldn't be doing immigration the way they're doing it. So, I, I don't know. I don't have, really have a good answer other than they have a different agenda than protecting people from uh, hurting themselves. I mean, honestly, that's really what they're uh, – you've got ports of entry. Everybody's getting asylum, which is illegal. Everybody's getting parole, which is illegal, and that should all be taken up by Congress and fixed. But if you direct them to a port of entry and they still get to come in, why does Texas have to allow them to come across the river or Arizona allow them to come across the desert? I- I'm confused by that. Well, I, you and I have talked about this case, U.S. v. Arizona, that claimed that states can't have their own laws. And thankfully, after – you know I've been begging for this for several years. The legislature passed a law that allows us to arrest people that illegally cross our border and don't go to a port of entry. And I'm hopeful that we can start having an impact in illegal immigration outside of the ports of entry that affect our state in a very dramatic way every single day. Yeah, I want to get into SB4 in a second. It's Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of the great state of Texas. But let me finish up with this. What what can Texas do to stop the Border Patrol from using forklifts and, and, and bobcats to raise up the razor wire that we're putting in place? I don't understand. Do they want a conflict between the Border Patrol and Texas DPS? Because if you guys, well, are, if you guys are putting it in place and it's on the Texas side, it's in America, you're not putting it in Mexico, um, What's why can't you put a protective fence or some sort of a razor wire uh, set, of, set of fencing or something? What's the issue? We are and we can. The, the Biden administration, I guess, they, they want a completely open border. They don't want people just going to the ports of entry. They want them to be able to cross anywhere they want to. Our position, obviously, is different. Why We put up these uh, fences and wire, and we so far are winning. We've got an injunction stopping them from doing it. It's ridiculous. They've got plenty of people coming through. Just you know, The cartels know exactly where to drop them off, and 95% of the people are some bigger close to that go right to Border Patrol looking for them, and we're just stopping the few that we can that are coming across basically our property. SB4 is is a new law in Texas. This goes after those who are harboring illegals. This goes after those who are cartel members that are trafficking, sex trafficking, human trafficking, bringing people across. They're putting them up in these in these stash houses, for lack of a better term. And, and the left is somehow calling this racial. This is going to call for racial profiling, Ken. If you don't mind, explain SB4 for those around the country who don't get it and who are buying the garbage that it's somehow racist. It's not. Explain it for me if you don't mind. It applies to everybody. Anybody crossing the border illegally, it comes across and they're not at a port of entry. The cartels have not dropped them off at a port of entry to be processed by our Border Patrol, which, by the way, just mentioning that Border Patrol used to catch people and send them back. Now they're just a processing place for the cartels to make more money. Right. But the people that are stopping are the people that don't want to go there. There are people that have other problems, whether they're terrorists, they're dealing with drugs, crime, other things. They don't want to go to the ports of entry. We're stopping them.
and we feel good about it. I'm glad this law has been passed. I'm ready to defend it. If the Biden administration doesn't can't get enough people through the port of entry at two and a half million, uh, too bad. We'll, we'll we will defend this law, and I think we have a justification for stopping these people from crossing the border, arresting them, and sending them back. Is it is this law allowing at all the ability of police in Texas to pull somebody over because they look brown or they look Hispanic or they look fill in the blank? No, this is all about stopping people that are crossing over uh, the border from Mexico. That's it. It's simple as that. It's, that's misinformation. That's the narrative that the left likes to create. When something really effective and good is done, they try to change the story and make it sound like it's really bad. They flip it. They, I mean, let's just be honest. They, they're dishonest about what is actually happening so that they can convince American people that what we're doing is not good, when in reality, it's very good and it's significantly helpful versus what the Biden administration does, which is just the opposite. Let me ask you one more question about SB4. You and I both know we've heard the stories of 80, 100, 150 people in one small house in a suburb of Houston somewhere that are being housed and staged and they're going to be sent all around the country. This law also cracks down on that. If there's a known stash house filled with people who came here illegally and now they're being treated inhumanely, you want to get the bad guys that are running the house, right? That's absolutely right. This is all about getting the bad guys. In the end, the cartels are the ones making all the money. They're the ones becoming more powerful. They're the ones harming people. They're the ones killing our kids with fentanyl. We're trying to stop that. That's a good thing. And the Biden administration says, no, don't do anything good. Let all that stuff happen because we have other purposes that we think override protecting the American people from all the harms I just just talked about. going to ask you for an opinion as an American citizen, not necessarily as the attorney general. When you hear the Biden administration needs to tie Ukraine and Israel money to border money, what does that make you think? I know as a Texan, I think that's ridiculous. They're 6,000 miles away. Why don't we take care of our border first? They're trying to tie that money up altogether. Does that make sense to you? No, it doesn't. I, I don't understand why any president wouldn't want to worry about our border first. We had in the last six months, the last reporting period for catching for for reporting on terrorists coming across our border, those numbers have gone up dramatically. As a matter of fact, the numbers, the last numbers for a six-month period, were the same amount that we'd had for the three previous years. And so we've got a significant problem: potential terrorism, along with the crime that we've already discussed. It's Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of the great state of Texas. Ken, what did what did Trump do so right compared to what this administration is doing so wrong? Can you pinpoint it? It's yeah, it's simple. He actually did things that made sense. He enforced federal law, which even many presidents, uh, Republican presidents, hadn't done. Uh, he was the first one to use to, to start building the wall. He was the first one to uh, create that or to push to remain in Mexico, where you couldn't just claim asylum and come in. You had to wait in your in, a, in, the, in the country across the border until you got your asylum here. So all these things made sense. They worked. And the Biden administration, when they came in on day one, they said, look, we don't want all these things at work. Let's undo all of them and go the other direction. And the results are what you'd expect, just the opposite of what Donald Trump did. It's Ken Paxton, Attorney General, great state of Texas. You know, Kareem Jean-Pierre keeps saying Joe Biden put forth legislation day one, a plan day one that the Republicans rejected. Well, first of all, he had the House and the Senate when he came in day one. He could have done something. But uh, secondly, when you look at that, that bill, and Chip Roy told me this, He's looked through the entire thing. The idea that they had was to give amnesty to everybody who's here. Ken, would that be effective to give amnesty to everybody? No, it just creates more of an incentive to keep coming because you're just you're basically saying, you know, our laws put them on, put them over. We don't care about our own laws. These laws that Congress passed, just put them aside. Come on over, 
we'll, we'll give you special dispensation. And then you create the incentive for more of that same to keep happening. Why wouldn't they continue to come? You just rewarded them with the greatest benefit possible. Do, do you need immigration, a comprehensive immigration? I don't even know what that means. Comprehensive immigration reform. Or can we just follow the law? We can just follow the law. We know that it works. We have an example. Donald Trump showed that following law works. We have the example of Joe Biden saying, no, let's not follow law. Let's create comprehensive immigration reform. It's not Americans have a decision here. Do we want comprehensive immigration reform? Look at Joe Biden. That's the result. Yeah. If you want something that works, look at Donald Trump and see what he did. He followed he followed existing federal law. Keep us updated on these stories. The entire country and the world is watching the Pfizer one, if not the SB4 one as well. Um, uh, do me a favor. Come back and let's update that stuff. Okay, Ken? I'd love to. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you. We're back after this in the Joe Pag Show. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. What's going on out of the Attorney General's office? Glad to have Ken Paxton on the program. We'll have him back to update us on the Pfizer suit and other stuff as well. Got to tell you about Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is amazing. It is holiday time. So time to get serious about sending a wonderful gift to your friends, your family, your coworkers, your neighbors, whatever it happens to be. The holidays are here. Omaha Steaks is going to take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages, that's curated, that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long at omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, use that at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order, send tender, juicy butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. Get with Omaha Steaks right now. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. Shop early, beat the shipping rush, get to omahasteaks.com, use promo code PAGS at checkout, save a bunch of money. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart. Every single time they eat some of that great food, they're going to think about you. They're going to thank you all over again. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Again, omahasteaks.com, keyword is PAGS, minimum order may be required, so get that done and get it done right now. Another big hour coming your way. We've got Tommy Robinson next hour. I talked to him right from Great Britain. He's a guy that was arrested because his presence was at a place where there was going to be a rally. I kid you not. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Much more to come. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.